0: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the All Things New podcast. Ciao, I feel the Holy Spirit so strongly when it comes to this topic. Um, And I'm going to get into, you know, everyday testimony like that I literally just went through. I feel it so strongly um, to just talk about this. And in the future, I might go more in depth where I actually sit down, I do a Bible study, and then I give y'all the notes as I used to do on my old podcast. But the stage that I'm in right now my walk is literally just letting the Holy Spirit guide and lead. So, yeah, um, I literally just sat here like for five minutes, like writing down what the Holy Spirit was downloading to me. And then um, I'm just literally going to let him flow. like the stage is his. Um, so we're going to be talking about the wilderness season, okay? The wilderness season, because child, I don't know about y'all, I'm in my wilderness season, and I know it for a fact. Um, and, you know, it's in the wilderness season where temptations get larger, They they grow, and it's like, Lord, am I living in sin? Like, am I sinning? Where, you know, the Lord can send you into the wilderness if you are living in sin, but like, i'm like lord like i've been living for you i've been you know walking what you've called me to walk in and of course everybody falls short of the glory like there's times where i'm prideful there's times where i don't respond in the way that i should but i was like lord like what is going on and so i began to pray on it and your girl's been struggling like real life i've been i've been going through it but by the grace of god he's been showing me the purpose behind the pain um And, you know, he's just been reiterating, like, Rachel, I'm still with you. I'm not mad at you. This is necessary. This is crucial in order to get to that next step or that next level of where I'm calling you. So oftentimes we need to understand that the wilderness is a period between deliverance and dominion. We understand that the Israelites left Egypt, right, and the Red Sea parted, and that was their means of deliverance, right? Like they were being delivered of the bondage of the things that, you know, they were not called to. But then in between that, they entered this dry land where, you know, they were 100% reliant on God. And while Moses was their leader, they didn't know the ins and outs. They didn't know where to go. And it's in this season where the Lord was actually pruning them and preparing them. Because a lot of the time, the wilderness also prunes out and removes... The things that cannot follow us into the promised land. And so we're going to get into that more in depth. But I want to tell you guys and be raw and vulnerable with y'all about literally what I just went through yesterday. And by God's grace, you guys, God's grace is a real thing. Because I'm telling you, yesterday, last night's experience literally humbled me so greatly. Like Rachel, you're literally only alive by God's grace like and you know people can say that but when you actually like experience his grace in that manner bro it's like yeah like god is so good i'm so unworthy um child yeah it was a lot where do i even start before we get into like the word for real so i've been very honest with y'all and i've been telling you guys how you know i've been struggling like temptation is growing rampant in my mind it's a constant battle i think i've honestly cried every day for like the past like three weeks and you know it's like nothing's necessarily wrong but you know how warfare is like people won't understand it unless you go through it and so last night i was just actually scratch that yesterday was a good day i spent so much time with the lord i was just like in love you know we were just having our little time And then I had received a text message from somebody from my past, a family member, that, you know, is a very touchy subject for me, it's a soft spot. Um, And, you know, it, it, it really hit home because this family member doesn't have my best interest at heart but with my heart, I love so hard and so then it just kind of throws me down this loophole of confusion like am I bugging, am I overthinking, like does this person really care about me and love me and my discernment's going off like no Rachel because you know what's about to come next, something big's coming, these people are trying to come back and it honestly just threw me down a loophole but it's in the midst of that that I also recognize the harboring unforgiveness that I had and so that could be a whole other topic but for me personally, when I recognize that I'm struggling with forgiveness, I recognize that it's an everyday thing like every day I have to release forgiveness out of my mouth out of the power of my tongue and so after that I was kind of distraught Um, and again with the false dependencies I'm reaching out to all these people and they're not coming through for me the way that I need or desire and it's the Lord showing me Rachel you need to lean on me in these moments not on man not on people. Um, But because in that moment, I was so distraught, I was like, you know what, Lord, this is it. Like, I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of going through this. Like, I'm gonna go smoke. Like, I know, Lord, I'm sorry. I can't be what you need me to be right now, but I'm just gonna go smoke. And I sat on my bed for like 30 minutes contemplating, like, Lord, please, please, by your grace, please don't let me like follow through with this. But it was like, in that moment, it was the flesh versus my spirit. Like my spirit knew like, okay, Rachel, it's okay. We're gonna cry through this. And, you know, Psalm 126, I believe, verses five through six says those that uh, sow tears will reap joy. And I'm trying to meditate on that. I'm trying to med- meditate on that. But in that moment, man, I was just so distraught and I was letting my flesh get the best of me. And so I'm texting people, people are not replying. And it's just like, then the enemy starting to fill my head with these lies like they don't care about you. Nobody cares about you. All this just nonsense, right? So I'm like, all right, so I get in the car. At this point, I'm I'm ignoring the people that are actually now reaching out to me because I'm like, no, screw this. Like, I'm about to go smoke. And so by God's grace, the fact that I was contemplating for that time, I wasn't able to get to the dispensary that's closest to me because mind you, I haven't smoked in like over a year. So I'm not knowing what to expect, like whatever. So I can't get to that dispensary. So there's another one close around the block. So I go there. Bro, so I put my GPS in and I... I was literally talking to a brother about this. I literally felt the hand of God beginning to lift up off me. Like, Rachel, I'm not telling you to do this. So if you decide to continue, my hand is coming off you. And so I'm going, I'm driving, I'm feeling super uneasy. Mind you, the weather shifted. Like, I'm used to, since I moved here, it's been like 80s, 90s. Kid you not, last night, it went from like 80, 90 to like... 60 and i'm like i'm already knowing like i know how it feels when the lord's like rachel uh-uh. like he's warning me right so i go anyways i pull up to the gps location bro it's non-existent i cannot find the dispensary i circle back around can't find it so i'm like bro what so i end up on this like freeway but right on the on the right side maybe like three minutes past where the other dispensary was supposed to be, there's another dispensary. So I'm like, all right, bet. Pull up in here, try to open it, it's locked. I'm like, oh, it's probably closed. I kid you not, y'all. Out of nowhere, I hear on the speakers, you are trespassing, just like blaring. And I'm like, first of all, I didn't know this place is closed. I'm not doing anything. Like they could have caught me on camera. I wasn't doing anything. But I was just like, yo, that was like warning number three. It was like the uneasiness of my spirit. Couldn't find the other dispensary the other dispensary being closed this dispensary being closed like now what i'm feeling so strongly in my spirit that i should go home right but no i end up being like yo i'm already outside whatever look up another dispensary and it's like this like truck like i don't know it's open to like 2 a.m so i pull up there bro i felt so uneasy in my spirit i was like nah bro what am i doing there was like mad people there um it was like late it was probably like It wasn't that late. Maybe it was like 11 p.m. or something like that. But I get there and there's so many people there. And I'm like, yeah, nah, bro. I'm not finna disrespect Jesus like this. I'm not misrepresenting the Lord. And then I got home and I just was praising him and repenting like lord it's literally by god's grace that he didn't let me a find that dispensary b all dispensaries were closed and then c he let there be mad people and i'm like nah bro like i'm not finna misrepresent jesus like this like nah so in that moment i was like lord what is going on and he had reminded me of this vision i had maybe a week ago of me on this mountain with my hands like this And it was just me and the Lord. And the Lord told me, he's like, Rachel, I warned you that you were about to go into the wilderness. And I automatically assumed that the wilderness was punishment. But he reminded me that it's not. It's actually very necessary. Again, as I had stated before, because it's that period between deliverance and when you take dominion over what God has called you to take dominion over. Um, And again, there's things that need to die in your life that cannot come with you into the promised land. Whether that be relationships, whether that be friendships, whether that be vices. And so I'm just so thankful. I woke up this morning just so grateful for the Lord and His grace and His mercy. Because if it was up to me, oh my goodness. Ciao. But now let's get into the word. I wanted to give you guys like a real life example of like when I be when I be making this content, all of my videos, all the content the Holy Spirit like talks to me about, it's because I literally go through it firsthand. Like It's not just like, oh, this feels like a good topic to talk about. And sometimes I do have those moments where the Lord will like kind of give me something to talk about that might not be for me in the given state or moment. But child, lately I've been in my wilderness isolation season and I have to understand that instead of trying to rely too heavily on fellowship, it's like Rachel, no, like God is trying to bring you back to your roots and he's trying to prune out those those branches so that you can bear that good fruit like we talked about in the last video regarding john 15 we have to understand that in the wilderness when we're in the wilderness more than likely god has given you instruction and i mentioned this in the last video as well where like you know hebrews 11 8 talks about how abraham not knowing where the end result was going to be god would just tell him hey get up from somewhere that you're comfortable in right get up from where you're at and go and he would just give one instruction at a time. But we have to understand that a lot of the time, and I'm guilty of this, sometimes I'll try to carry that extra baggage. I'll try to carry people and I'll try to put them on the instruction that the Lord told me. The whole time God's like, no, Rachel, I'm only talking to you. And we see this in um, Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. Okay, so listen to this. This is what This is what the scripture says. Genesis 13, verse 14, it says, The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had left him. That's the only part of the verse I'm going to read. Then it was followed by instructions, okay? But listen, the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had left him. See, sometimes the Lord is not going to talk to you until you are by yourself. Because the instruction that he has for you is for you and you alone, okay? And when I read this, because the Lord has kind of had me um, studying Genesis a lot, I was like, wow, I felt the Holy Spirit so strongly say, like, Rachel, like, stop trying to bring people with you where you're going. I will reveal to you who's supposed to come with you, but in this wilderness, I need you to solely rely on me. I need you to only hear my voice, not the external, not the fellowship, not the friends, not the people. And of course, wise counsel is needed and necessary, But you have to remember, even so, Jesus Christ, after he received the power of the Holy Spirit, before his ministry really took off, he had to go into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy three times. Right. So in the wilderness, temptation is going to increase. It's going to grow. And it's not because you're not where you need to be. You need to understand that it is very necessary in order to get to that next stage, into that next level. It's also in the wilderness where we begin to understand God in a different light. Okay. And the way the Lord broke this down to me was he broke down the story of Hagar, right? The Egyptian slave um, that was Sarai's slave at the time. And Abram had had a baby with her um, and she was the carrier of Ishmael. And so we see this in Genesis chapter 16. Okay, and it's in that chapter where the Lord finds, and I think this is so intentional, it's so symbolic. The Lord finds hagar at a well of water in the wilderness okay a well of water in the wilderness and you know the lord asks her and says where are you coming from and where are you going and i think the beautiful thing about god is god wants to be so intimate with us god knows these answers already right he knows these answers like the same way when adam and eve fell short he said where art thou He already knew where they're at. I mean, he's God. He knows everything. He sees everything. But because he's trying to show us that it's a relationship, he wants us to communicate with him. He goes and he says, where did you come from and where are you going? And you know, she was distraught. She explained to him the situation. And it's in that moment, the Lord gave her instruction. Okay? He gave her instruction. If we go to the chapter, chapter 16, I'm reading the amplified version, by the way. But in verse 7, it says this. But the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness on the road to Egypt by way of Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, where did you come from and where are you going? And she said, I am running away from my mistress Sarai. Verse 9, the angel of the Lord said to her, go back to your mistress and submit humbly to her authority. He gave instruction. Hagar was by herself. There was no one around her. And it's in that moment, the Lord gave her direct instruction on what to do. Then he followed that with a promise. He said, Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will greatly multiply your descendants so that they will be too many to count, right? And then it continues on um, with the promise that the Lord has for her. Then in verse 13, Hagar actually gains a better understanding of who this God is. She says, Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me, for she said. Have I not even here in the wilderness remained alive after seeing him who sees me with understanding and compassion? Therefore, the well was called Bir Lahai Roy, well of the living one who sees me. Okay, that is why he's also known as El Roy. But that depiction was also in the wilderness you will only find God when you are seeking Him, and the beautiful thing about that is God will make Himself seen. Okay, so you will really only begin to hear the voice of the Lord and know the voice of the Lord when you're seeking Him. He is a rewarder to those that diligently seek Him. But notice this: Hagar didn't even know she was seeking the Lord, but she she was found at a well of water. Who is the living water? Jesus. Christ. And so we need to understand that it's in the wilderness where we hunger, where we thirst, where the Lord will actually teach us how to rest in Him, right? The Bible says that after Jesus was in the wilderness and he fasted for 40 days and for 40 nights, he hungered afterward. But what he was feeding on in the wilderness was the bread of life, which is the Word of God, so that he was able to withstand against the temptation of the evil one. We have to remember Psalm 34 18 that the Lord is close to those that of a broken heart, those of a contrite spirit, right? He's close, he's near, he's dear. If you draw nigh unto God, he will draw nigh unto you. And so it's in the wilderness, when you respond correctly, you can actually get out of there much quicker, right? We see again with the Israelites, the common example of how they complained in the wilderness and as they complained, they prolonged their journey. It's also in the wilderness aside from instruction where he will remind you of his goodness, okay? Hosea chapter two, verse 14. He says this about Israel after he exclaims how they forgot about him, right? This is the Lord, but he says this in verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will allure Israel and bring her into the wilderness and I will speak tenderly to her to reconcile her to me. When we lose sight of who God is, when we lose sight of what he's done for us, he will draw us into the wilderness so we can actually see how much we need to rely on On the lord how much he truly loves us right that's why i say it's truly a blessing when the lord allows you to go through suffering and allows you to go into the wilderness because he's jealous for your love he wants you to love him he wants you to desire and want him right even in the book of exodus god consistently reminds the israelites before giving them an instruction hey remember i brought you out of egypt So this is the following instruction, and I mentioned this also in the last podcast. We have to understand that the wilderness also chastises you, it prunes you, it isolates you, and again, it removes people that are not meant to be there. I kid you not, sometimes it's in those low moments where you see who's truly there for you, you see who's truly praying for you, you see who truly cares about what you're going through. And you know, that's something I've been asking the Lord about. I was like, Lord, I need to sit with you and I need you to tell me check mark or X who is coming with me and who I need to distance myself from um, and things like that. Because where God is taking his people, it's so important to not be held down by things of the past because you don't want to step into the future. You don't want to step into um, what God has for you, right? Um, And something I'm learning too is to be able to cut people off without harboring unforgiveness. Like it's not always beef. And I don't think it's always beef, but sometimes because I love so hard, when people don't love me in the same way that I love them which is again a source of conditional love, not unconditional love so God is working on me graciously with that I feel some type of way and I'm hurt like how do you not care that I'm hurting because I have to cut you off you know what I mean like yeah it's a lot but God is working with me on that this is also um, the key too I mentioned prior how God will actually teach you how to rest in him right Um, And it's in the wilderness that it shows you the same way God showed me last night. What am I leaning on? What am I hungry for? What am I thirsty for? And, you know, in that moment, my flesh was truly revealed that, hey, my flesh is not hungry for the Lord. My flesh is not hungry or thirsty for the living water. Instead, it's looking for a vice. It's looking for a quick fix. And that was me last night. I also was having a hard time just resting in the Lord right? I was having such a hard time resting in the Lord. But the Lord reminded me of Elijah. After Elijah went up against Jezebel, he's brought into this cave, right, with the Lord. And he's complaining. He said, Lord, it's better if you would just take me out. And I'm sure we've all been there before. But the Lord spoke so tenderly to him and he allowed him to rest, right? Sometimes you just gotta take a nap. (laughs) We gotta rest in the Lord. We gotta rest in this promise. Remember the scripture we talked about in the last podcast, Isaiah 40, 31, right? We gotta wait on the Lord, right? That's how we don't, that's how we don't grow weary right galatians 6 9 don't grow weary don't faint right we can't why because in due time you will reap in due season in god's timing we need to understand that there's a time for everything um but after the lord allowed elijah to rest to sleep he woke him up and an angel of the lord ministered unto him and gave him food and drink so as much as this was a physical representation of what actually happened We need to continue to feed our spirit. We need to continue to meditate on the word of God so that when we get out of this wilderness season, when we step into dominion, we're already ready for whatever is to come. And then when we face those trials and those tribulations, whatever new devil that we have to face, remember new levels or new devils we got to face, we're prepared because we've already went through it in the wilderness. We already know what's going on. You know what I mean? And so we just need to understand those main things of the wilderness. God will give you instruction. But a lot of the time, the instruction is only for you. It's not for the people around you. And so he'll remove all the voices, all the noise. He will remind you of his goodness. You will experience him in a new way. You'll actually begin to experience him rather than just to know of him. He will chastise you, prune you, isolate you, and remove people from your circle. Because, of course, Jesus had a Judas... And you know, we're going to have that, but if God can limit those, he's gonna limit those. He's gonna allow you to grow and discernment and be like, Rachel, this person's not for you. This person's not for you. They're here because of what you do for them or whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying this about anybody that I'm close with, but the wilderness will actually reveal people's motives and things of that nature. He will also teach you how to rest in him out of hunger and thirst for him. And he will show you firsthand that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And the beautiful thing about God is he is everywhere. You can't run from him, right? Ask Jonah. You cannot run from God. And so some of us go to the wilderness for different reasons. Uh, Wilderness can be, again, Jesus getting to that next level in his ministry. He needed to go through that, right? Then you see Jonah. Jonah kind of went through that wilderness season of feeling the wrath of God. Um, Or even Hosea chapter 2, where God is talking about how he's going to allure Israel into the wilderness. It's because they forgot about him right? so there's different reasons why you can be in the wilderness but at the end of the day you need to understand that it's all very necessary and you don't just go through the wilderness once. i kid you not, i just got out of a wilderness season maybe like march april was like a heavy wilderness season for me and then i got to that next level, that promised land that god had promised for that season and so now i'm just back in that cycle. god is a god that operates in seasons and in cycles and i'm just thankful that i didn't fall and fold yesterday for the people that are covering me in prayer, and for God's grace and mercy that I'm so undeserving of. It humbled me greatly, and I'm just so thankful. Honestly, that is pretty much what it is. Um, so yeah. That's the little mini pod, um, it actually went longer than I thought, I was kind of just going to give the spiel, I didn't even really like say the, the scripture word for word. Um, I'm really trying hard to like actually post more consistently on YouTube. Um, and then I'm also going to post a written version of this, like a devotional, so you guys can meditate on the scriptures. I'm going to put some questions there as well if you want to like reflect and things of that nature on the All Things New Ministries website. Um, and then yeah yeah y'all just take heart man like understand that in the wilderness god will speak tenderly unto you but only unto you you know it might be a season where other people are in the wilderness but we're all kind of in our own boat right now and you know god was talking months ago about that great shaking and so as he shakes everything around us he's teaching us how to have that firm foundation in him um and so i pray that this was edifying if you by any means are feeling like you are in a wilderness season let me know in the comments let me know um let me know if i should actually do a a greater in-depth wilderness podcast episode i just felt really led by the spirit to post this um whenever i get to post this i'm gonna hope i post it by like tomorrow or in two days it's the 30th so but yeah i pray that this is edifying and i just wasn't rambling Uh, may god bless you guys immensely i love you guys thank you guys for all your support in jesus name covering you guys in the blood of jesus oh also shout out sister Alyssa for blessing me with this hoodie it's so tough y'all go cop castro collections it's a vibe for real it's like one of my favorite hoodies seriously i'll see you guys next time on the next episode of the all things new podcast bye